Yo, what the fuck is good, y'all? I know it's been a minute. It's been a cool ass minute. I've been real busy. You know how we doing? <laughs> but uh, I had to hop on right quick to express some feelings because your boy just got fired from his restaurant job. And uh, I didn't think I would be this emotional about it. Honestly, when I was in the moment and everything was happening, I was really calm. I was super calm in the moment. I was very polite, said what I needed to say. And then uh, I was driving and all of a sudden, intense tears started coming out of my face and I was like what the fuck is this I don't cry and like this hard over over like anything I can't remember the last time I've cried this hard and so okay I know you guys are wondering like what the fuck did I do what happened it's so funny it's so funny because it's what I didn't do Jesus, can I just, wow, okay, so yeah, let me tell you what the fuck happened, and then I'm gonna probably start crying again, gosh, hold up, did y'all miss me though, cause I hella missed y'all, I really am going to get my shit together, make a ton of content, I have a ton of free time now, so, no excuses it's time for me to just fucking go for it but uh starting with today so it's fucking valentine's day bro it's fucking valentine's day i was one of the servers tonight there's only two of us it's super cute the outdoor dining is so uh small but whatever we work in bitch and i'm getting the tip so that's all i care about anyway uh I get to work, and today I was sober. Actually, I didn't smoke before work, which is uh, kind of why I'm, like, so in shock. Because, you guys, I am not exaggerating when I say this. I've been high to work every day, every shift since 2017. Since 2017, bitch, I've worked at this fucking place for years, and I've always been high. Ask anyone. Ask the fucking managers. Ask anyone. They know I'm high. Every the, Ask my fucking regulars. They know I'm high. Bitch, I'm high all the time. That's just like, yo, and I'm making it work, and we're having a laugh, and we're enjoying the moment, and I'm getting shit done. Like, what? And what? <sighs> so I get to work, and I'm sober. Um... The shift wasn't even hard. I had no problems, no complaints. Everyone was really good. Food went out fine. I had no food complaints. Everyone tipped me nice. Cleaned up my section real quick. Did extra side work. Was helping the server that was after me get her do- her stuff done. Uh, and then... I went out to my car, I grabbed a pack of edible gummies, like a closed pack of edibles, and uh, went back inside, and I put them, like, uh, on the side of the wall, on, like, a countertop on the side of the wall, and then I went to go finish my side work, and uh, in between that time, my GM comes up to the side where the gummies are, And he picks up the bag of edibles and I guess he goes around and asks people like if it's theirs, who brought this in the building, blah, blah, blah. And when I saw him, I just went up to him and I was like, oh, hey, like, yeah, no, those are mine. Um, And he was like, why do you have these here? Blah, blah, blah. And I just told him that, yo, it's Valentine's Day. I was going to give them to someone before I left. I was almost done with my side work, so I just brought it inside the building so I didn't forget them, so I wouldn't forget them. And he lost his shit a few minutes after that. I went into the office, me, my manager, and my GM, 
And he looked at me and he was like, I'm really trying to not blow up over this, but I technically have to fire you. Um, and he said that if he hadn't... See, the thing was, I didn't, like, bring the gummies in and I wasn't, like, showing them off or anything. Um, I literally just had the gummies kind of hidden, you know, like the face was like the labeling was on the wall literally and I guess what my GM did was was that he picked up the bag of gummies and he went around to everyone like he brought it in the fucking work line and he asked everyone who whose they were and he was like if I didn't do that I probably wouldn't have to fire you but because I did that and because other people uh, know about it um, I'm just going to go ahead and fire you. And uh, I looked at him and I said that I don't think that decision is reflective of my work ethic or the work standard that I've upheld for the last three to four years. But if that's what his decision is, it was a pleasure to work for him and I am grateful for the opportunity. And... He said he'll send my final check. And I said, thank you. And I shook his hand. And then I shook my other manager's hand. And then I left the building. And I was pretty fine. I was like, you know, when I was walking out of the building, I was like, it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. This is fine. Like, I was planning on leaving this place sometime soon anyway. Um, like, it's going to be okay. And then I started driving. I got on 101. I was like 10 minutes on 101. And out of fucking nowhere, dude. I just start bawling. And I'm like, holy shit, actually. This was a place that I spent like more than half of my week at. Every single week for the last like three years four years and I see all those you know like all my co-workers they're basically like second family and it was really nice to have a place to go to during COVID you know, like, when everything shut down, there was, like, a, a group of six, six of us that were consistent. And this entire time, I feel like we've gotten so close. It's so annoying that I'm crying this hard. I can't tell you how mad I am at myself. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm astonished. Right now, I'm taking the fuck back. I'm analyzing the fuck out of me right now. That's why I'm recording this, because I don't understand it. Um, but they really are, like, some of the only people I get physical interaction with. Damn. And now I don't get to see those people anymore. And, uh, they were never, like, close enough to where I could, um, like, I tried to hang out with my coworkers outside of work before, and I just ruin it. Like, I get way too fucked up. I'm just, like, a bitch sometimes. <laughs> and it's not even that I'm being a bitch. I'm just such a 12th houser that I'd, like, sometimes I would just rather be alone. Even if I'm with a group of people. And it's not that I don't like the other people. It's just, like, sometimes I just be in my mind. And that's so annoying. <sighs> Damn. So, yeah. They used to invite me around. But I didn't know how to fucking act right. So that stopped. Yo. 
these fuckers, some of my coworkers that I was still working with were some of the first people to ever sneak me into a bar. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to tell y'all about the Gemini tonight. It's not all going to be sad. I need to remind myself of a really funny story. So we're going to talk about the Gemini tonight. It's going to be a good one. But, um, yeah, I've just, like, experienced a lot with these people. And even some of my managers, like, I would give my managers weed. I'd bring them edibles. That's, like, literally... (laughs) I'm not even going to say it, but you can understand where I was going with that. I was just really close to certain people. And I'm a 12th house son, bitch. Like, I don't get close to a lot of people. Like, to get close to a 12th house son, you need to be in an intimate setting. It needs to be one-on-one if you want to break that barrier. There are just certain things we will never say when we know other people are around. And it's... We're so in control of the situation when other people are around. People are intimidated of us. When we walk into a room, you know a 12th house son is there because they're, like, not there in a sense. You know, they're just so in their own world and their own vibe doing, running shit their own way. And it really cannot be... um, Copied. It's so, I just fuck with 12th house son people so much. And uh, I really do think they're so special. But I'm trying to stop myself from crying just because I hate how I fucking sound. I, I already don't like my voice on the reg, on the regular. But right now that I'm all fucking nasally and crying and shit, this is nasty, bro. This is not the biz. This is not what... Like, that's just so gross. You heard that? That's gross. Okay. So, um... Yeah. They're... this These co-workers, man. And it's funny because, uh... There are some co-workers that I pick on a lot. I swear, people are just so funny. And... I know all of my coworkers' zodiac signs, and I've known them for years, and so just watching them develop and, like, grow into themselves has been such a treat. It's been, like, such an honor to to consistently be around the same group of people for so long. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I really don't want to talk about it, actually, because I just keep fucking crying. Um, There's this one dude that I've been working with. He's a fucking Scorpio. It's always the fucking Scorpios that get to me the most. Why? Why? Of all the fucking signs... Scorpio is ruled by my sixth house. In case anyone was wondering. Okay. So there's this one Scorpio. For the last, like, few years. Anytime I've ever had, like, a moment where I just needed to, like, vent or talk to anyone... He's always been that guy. And I guess I'm kind of weird in the sense that I like to, um, like, I like to be physical with people. Like, I like to touch people. I like to, um, like, wrestle with people. Like, I'll, I'll bump into people when I'm working with them. I'll joke with them like that. I'll, I'll play jokes on people, too. I love being in, like, a close work environment, you know, because it's so funny to play, like, tricks on people. And the Scorpio is the same way. And I love the Scorpio because he just lets me go off. Damn, y'all. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe I'm crying this hard. I cannot believe I'm feeling this way.
Yo. And I know that this is a push from the universe to just get my shit together for my jewelry. Just keep making more of it. Really stick with it. Keep going as far as I can with it. And stop wasting my time elsewhere. But it's like I was at that job for a lot of reasons, you know? I worked every single holiday at that job. Just because they were more enjoyable with my coworkers than with some of my family members. And this is what fucks me up. I feel like I'm closer to some of my coworkers than most of my family members. And the thing is, I'm not even that close to my coworkers. Like, the close, like the way I'm close with Daisha, that's like one in a million. Fuck, I hate how ugly crying I am. This is disgusting. And I guess the overall feeling is that I feel like I have a part of my family just like taken away from me. And I think I'm extra sad because I like in my heart, I know I'm not going to see them again. You know, it's just never going to be the same. There's a vibe when you're on shift with someone. There's just a vibe when you're working together. You know, it's like you know the next person's next move. You know who you can count on for what. (laughs) Yo, that was my favorite job that I've ever had. It just sucks, fam. Over a fucking, over a fucking closed bag of edibles. And I could have just said that they weren't mine and like totally played it off. But it's like, dude, come on. They were over there in the fucking corner by my fucking checkout slip. It's like, I'm the biggest fucking stoner here. Everyone here, including you, including the fucking GM. The GM has made jokes about me smoking and coming in high before. Like, he he thinks that people don't tell me these things. And I'm like, bro, I'm smart, bitch. Don't underestimate me. People talk, especially when they like you. You know what? Managers have always fucked with me because I've always kept it real with them. You want the inside tea on the job, bitch? You want to get ahead? You you keep it real with your people. I The way that I am on here is exactly how I am at work, everywhere else. Real emotional, too. It's hella fucking... I'm dramatic, too. Bitch. Ugh. I exhaust myself sometimes. I'm just so fucking sad right now, fam. I'm so shook. I have so much, like, love for these people. Damn, I didn't want to go out like that. I really didn't want to go out like that. I wasn't ready. My head hurts. I wasn't ready. Dead ass. The Scorpio was like one of my best friends. It's fucked up. Bitch, and you're telling me I don't get that food discount anymore? Nah, y'all got me fucked up. <sighs> Shit. Life never stops. It's so fucked up being a fixed sign. I hate change. I really do hate change. I have such a hard time, like, with initial change. Even when I know it's coming, it's still hard. And all my other mutable placements are, like... Shut the fuck up right now, but... The Taurus son is just screaming like, I hate change. 
fuck, okay, we were going to talk about the Gemini. You know what? I don't want this entire podcast to be so nasally and disgusting sounding like this. So I'm going to uh, stop recording for tonight. It's Valentine's Day, bitch. I'm going to go fucking finish my bottle of rosé and watch some fucking burlesque and sing all the songs and dance all the fucking dances and cry the rest of my makeup off. Bitch, I'm so sad. I looked hella cute today and I didn't even take a ton of pictures. <sighs> Whatever, it's all good, though. We're gonna bounce back, though. This is a blessing in disguise, just like everything else. <sighs> Holy shit. I'ma miss my people. I'ma miss them. I'ma miss my coworkers. Damn, I didn't think I cared about them this much. What the fuck? Damn. Cherish people while you got a man. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Alright, I'm signing off. I love y'all. I'll be back. Gemini story coming soon. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is good? Y'all, I'm dramatic as fuck. I cannot believe I cried for that long. Yo, I'm on a fucking walk right now. I just finished like three and a half miles and now I'm turning around. I'm gonna go back home. I walked all the way to a fucking, to Java to get some fucking coffee. You already know. Bitch, I feel good. Bitch, I don't feel like I leveled the fuck up and I've been learning a lot these last few days. You know, before I got fired, I actually set up two different healing appointments. I set up one Reiki appointment with my homegirl healing with Nicole on Instagram. And then I set up like an intuitive reading, a clarity reading with my homegirl, Gabriella. Her name's Dream... Babyface Dream Girl? I think that's what it is. Babyface Dream Girl on Instagram, yo amazing people i met nicole through umber and i met gabriella through jakaya when i went to la and i sold my stones for the first time so these are just really credible people in my opinion i enjoy how spirit kind of brought them to me both of these sessions were actually free which i'm very thankful for because lord knows i'm rearranging my financial situations right now but i was just amazed at how I kind of knew I was going to need the extra healing this week. It made me laugh when I first realized, like when I woke up on Monday and I was like, oh, fuck, I have a Reiki session tomorrow. This is why I needed it. This is why it was offered to me. (sighs) But I want to talk about those two experiences and just be done with this chapter. I've gained a lot of clarity and... It kind of blew my mind because I like to think that I'm ahead of the game. I like to think that I know what's best for me, even in the moment of crisis. And so I just want to (laughs) share. Let me stop blabbermouthing and let me just get right to it. So the Reiki session, it was really interesting. I've never done Reiki before. I don't know much about Reiki Reiki aside from some of the chakra healing aspects. I've read a few chakra healing books and I've aligned my own chakras through um, like ground meditation, but I've never had someone else assist me in that process. And I'm still very new. I'm still um, a student astrologer, student learner. I'm still learning as I go. I just like to teach people as I learn something new. So it was really fresh for me. Um, But it started off with... Well, let me just clarify a few things. Nicole and I were not in the same room, although it was a Reiki healing session. She lives somewhere else in California, and I'm just not game to go to someone's place under these COVID restrictions right now, you know? Just too much bullshit. So we did distant healing session, and for the first half hour, all I did was lay on my bed and listen to a sound healing track that she sent me. 
while I was laying in my bed for those first 30 minutes, 35 minutes, Nicole was in her little studio space, sending me healing, using the crystals, using the selenite wand. And while I was meditating, while I was in that deep meditative state, I noticed a few different things come up for me. And it was interesting because I didn't think that these things would come up the way they did. The first one that really intrigued me was, obviously y'all know I got fired. Obviously, you know, it was something that really hurt me. I didn't expect to cry so much. I really was surprised at myself. The next day when I woke up, I was like, bitch, get it together. What are you doing? Um, and when I was in that meditative state, I had this vision come up of me getting fired. I, I saw myself get fired again and I was in the same room. I was in the little office. The Scorpio was to my right. The Capricorn was right in front of me. But this time, after I got fired, I saw my body leave, but my presence stayed in the room. And this is what was so interesting to me. I, I literally watched my managers like look at each other, sigh in sadness. And I felt both of them just being sad that, that it ended the way that it was. You know, I don't think my Capricorn boss meant to be malicious towards me. I don't think he was excited to even fire me. But just the fact that I had some fucking THC edibles in the fucking building, he lost his fucking shit. He really doesn't know how to act around weed. You know, that's one thing that I don't really understand about certain older age groups. is like they treat weed like it's so fucking taboo, like it's fucking not researched about and I think it's ridiculous you know I had a bag of gummies that were five milligrams each like bro calm your fucking shit it's not like I was giving people fucking ecstasy over here and we were rolling off our fucking balls like bro you know simple shit could have been avoided but whatever I saw the two managers like be sad and that's so interesting to me because the ego in me really does put up this defensive where it's almost like me against the world. But during this Reiki session, I really felt my managers sending me off with warm wishes. Like even when my Capricorn boss was telling me he had to let me go, I was watching him battle his emotions. I was watching the Capricorn battle the logistical mind versus the emotional mind. And that honestly made it easier for me to go. You know, I like, I like knowing that I held significance in that place. I was there for fucking almost four years, y'all. Like, come on, that, that really did grow onto me. But this brings me to my next thing when, oh my gosh, whoa. I just had a crazy deja vu flashback of the first time I ever kissed a boy in public. Holy shit. This is why I don't walk around town. I'm currently walking around downtown in the town that I live in. And it's just, wow, so nostalgic. My grandpa used to live at this house that I'm walking past. Um, I'm walking past 7-Eleven, by the way, so you guys already know. Just so much activity down here. I've been in so many parades, doing so many different things. Uh, flashbacks, flashbacks, flashbacks. But where was I going? <laughs> did you miss me or did you miss me, bitch? I know I missed y'all. It's been a minute since I talked my shit and it feels good. Um, so yeah, I had that visualization where I saw them sending me off with good wishes. Oh, which brings me to my next thing. There we go. There we go. This week, I've also taken some time to learn about unity and the four pillars of life and the nine different dimensions and also about angels and demons and if i if i'm getting this correctly i believe that angels and demons work together i believe that i mean we know the devil was just a fallen angel 
right? And I feel like angels and demons reside in the sixth dimension because the only... If God is the ninth dimension and we're the third dimension and the only other dimension that's left is the sixth, so I feel like that's where angels and demons have to reside. And I know that there's other dimensions like the first or the fourth or the seventh, but the only dimensions that are capable of seeing God or experiencing God are those that are divisible by three. So it'd be the third dimension, sixth dimension, ninth dimension. Those are the holy dimensions, I'd say. The first dimension is just breath. So that, that's really universal. Anyway, I think angels and demons work together. I think they're kind of like homies. And the way they work is that angels start the mission. Angels are the ones who contact us first. They whisper to us. They send us hidden signals meant for us to decipher, meant for our intuition to follow. I think that's how angels work. And when we, as active human beings, choose to not follow our intuition or choose to not follow change or choose to not follow the guidance that we've been received, I think that's when the angels come in and are like, okay, bitch, look, we're working hard with this one. We thought homie was going to do it on his own, but it don't look that way. So I'm going to need this demon to come in and create some crisis in homeboy's life so that he could get on with the bigger picture and that's really what i feel my last eight months of my life have been have just been crisis after crisis after crisis and you have to understand that when you're in a high vibration all you're doing is essentially attracting change you're attracting change you're attracting abundance you're attracting greater goals you're attracting um a better life for yourself and when you choose to prevent yourself from leveling up that's when the demons got to come in and make that crisis happen so yes i've gone through a lot of crises these last few months but bitch every time it's just a level up like literally every single time a crisis happens i feel like it's some part of the universe kicking me on my staircase but kicking me to go a level up. You know, I don't go down. I don't go steps down. That's not how my staircase works. My staircase only goes up, bitch. So every time something bad happens to me, I'm just like, oh shit. I guess it's time that we gotta go up. I guess it's time we gotta level up. And I've really been analyzing my personality and how I react to things in the sense that I now understand that I'm a very reactive person. Like, fuck, I'm a Taurus. Come on. Come on, bitch. You say jump, I say how high, (laughs) you know? (sighs) And it's so annoying because I don't... Let me rephrase. I don't think I'm necessarily like a monkey see, monkey do type of bitch. But I definitely think that people who are smart around me, like the Scorpios and the Aries, all those fuckers... I think they know that if they do a certain thing or if they say a certain thing or they call me a certain name, this, that, or the other, that I will react. And that gives them the power. And I'm just not in the business of giving anyone else my power. You understand me? So, I realize that I'm very reactive. And I don't like that. I don't like knowing that other people think that they have me figured out. It's actually really unattractive and such a turn-off on like a... If there was a platonic turn-on, turn-off button, I'm platonically like so turned off by all of that. I don't like that because I don't even have myself figured out. Who the, who the fuck are you to tell me that you think you have me figured out? You know, and I don't like the idea of people thinking that they know that they could get me to do certain things or say certain things or act a certain way. Like, I just don't like that. I want control. I'm in control. I have the power. Let me be the one to remind you, bitch. So, I really do feel like these demons had to come in and get me 
back to where I needed to be. You know, if this thing, this stupid little situation ever happened, I would definitely be working right now. I would either be working the lunch shift or I'd be getting ready doing my makeup for the night shift. And essentially that's kind of like a waste of my time. I just think that I'm a lot more talented in other areas of life and those areas of life deserve to be discovered. It'd be a shame to spend, like literally you guys, I've spent years in musical training, dance training, now learning how to make jewelry. I'm gonna take a fasting class in a few weeks. Like, I know a lot. Why am I choosing to not channel this energy? Why am I choosing to stay at a fucking restaurant job? You know, like things just weren't lining up for me. And I'm very thankful to everyone who reached out to me on Instagram when I posted that SZA song. Oh my gosh, I was crying so hard. But thank you to everyone who just reminded me that like, you know, everything happens for a reason. This is only crisis, only brings about change and it's necessary. It's a part of the flow. You know, I've also been learning about the ebb and flow of life and how things can't always be all love and they shouldn't be all love anyway. I think that there's a nice balance between powerful moments that shape us that are negative and powerful moments that shape us that are also positive. I think I'm learning to appreciate the gray scale for the first time in my life. A lot of downloads have been happening, y'all. A lot of fucking downloads. And I know I'm definitely one of those bitches who's like sending you love, sending you light all the time. But I mean, if people are surrounded by so much negativity and darkness all day, I want to be that spot of light that's like, yes, bitch, I'm shining and I'm going to shine this little bit on you too. You know, I want to be the, the positive counterbalance to the negativity in the world. So I don't think I'm going to change how I approach life in that sense. But in terms of when things happen to me or I think things are happening to me, I think I think I found the flow. I think I'm in the flow right fucking now, bitch. Right fucking now. And I'm living. Honestly, thank you, God, for getting me fired. It's funny. I've been fired from three of the jobs in my life out of four. I've only quit once. And I feel good. A bitch feels good. You know what? I didn't need a boss. Can't no one be the boss of me. Obviously, it don't work out. Ask any boss I've ever had, bitch. I've been a pain in the motherfucking asses. I don't listen. I really don't listen. I have sun conjunct my Saturn. Yeah. And all my life, I've been so aware of all these rules and all these fucking regulations and all these fucking restrictions and all these fucking... <sighs> stereotypical ways of living life and I'm just not about it I ain't about it this aqua stellium in me is like bitch we gotta change some shit up around here I feel good I'm happy I got fired y'all yo okay and let me tell you about my intuitive reading with Gabriella cause this fucked me up hold up I hope y'all are drinking something yo I just walked three and a half miles to get myself a latte and they upgraded me two sizes, bitch. I got a 16 ounce, but they gave me a 24. Uh, talk about walking into the abundance, bitch. I be strutting my shit, just abundant. I take a few more steps, abundance. Bitch, I feel abundant. It's good. It's good out here. We vibing high. Yo, it's been a minute since I've been in the zone. Woo. Damn, take, take, a, take a drink, take a drink, baby. Mm. So my intuitive reading with Gabriella. Now, I don't go to readers often. The only readers, and this is no tea, no shade to anyone else, but the only readers that I found really, like, drawn to, like, you should go talk to them. They are here to help you, is Umber, um, Honey Astro, and... Ray Couture, and now Gabriella. And so when we started our reading, 
Like, yo, I just can't, if you're not a bad bitch, I just really cannot stand to listen to you. Ray's so different. I don't, Ray's a Sag. I'm pretty sure Ray's a Sag. I don't know. These Sag men just get me. I'm, I'm really there to listen to a philosophical mind. They know how to talk to me. They know how to talk to anyone. But my girl readers, like, yo, they're all badasses. They're all just cute, classy, bougie, everything. Real snatched, real in their lane, real about their shit. Very admirable energy. And it's something that I aspire to be like. So I remember we started the Zoom meeting and here comes Gabriella in her fucking green ass fur coat looking real fucking fresh. Baby hair is laying flat, bitch. Real cute. Lashes done the fuck up. And I was just like, damn, like, can I just say, bitch, you look good. I'm thankful for the moment to even talk to you, to be in your space. Like, what? Me? How did I get so lucky? I was feeling it. So then we started chit-chatting a little bit. I told her about my job situation. I told her about some other things that were going on in, going on in my life. Oh, there's the fucking blabbermouth. Um... And by other things, I'll just spill the tea to you, too. When I was telling Gabby that when I was crying, at first it was, like, solely tears about my job. Like, I really felt sad that I wasn't going to see these people anymore. I felt sad that I wasn't going to have a place to go to. It's fucking COVID, you know? Who gets together right now anyway? I haven't seen Daisha in fucking weeks. Shit's just not the same. So, yeah, I was sad. But then those tears that were initially started because of my work life became tears of sadness because of my family life. And then I started really crying because I was just so fucking sad at how separate I was from my family, at how they treated me, at how alienated I make myself. Um, And it doesn't have to be like that. That's the thing. Like, fuck, I was just so frustrated that I allowed myself to get so far away from them. And... It was all for, I mean, I wasn't getting treated right. So it's like, I had to separate myself. But now I'm like a few years down the line and I've learned a lot more and I'm just, there's no reason for me to think that these people can't change too. Especially if I articulate what I want changed. Especially if I go into a new situation and I'm like, look family, look guys, I'm a new bitch. I'm smarter, I'm wiser, I'm about me i'm about my shit i'm here to help i'm not here to impede on anyone's fucking parade bitch you want to parade around bitch let me get my shit let me parade too you know what i'm saying i'm trying to be a part of a unit what greater unit is there in this life other than your family you know i don't think there's a a stronger one and to those who have fucked up families too and who it may not be easy or as easy to fix the relationship my heart is still with you like i feel you bitch i haven't really spoken to my dad and lord knows how long and i don't know how to talk to my dad it's fucked up he's an ex-military person and my uncle's an ex-marine like i my spectrum is just on i'm i'm so far on one side of the spectrum and they're like way far on the other side of the spectrum so it's just real difficult for me but there's still other family members that I can connect to, you know? So I shouldn't be too sad about it. Like all these feelings, all these emotions were coming up for me and all these downloads were happening and I've never felt like this. Like I've never really cried for that, for those reasons. And so I was explaining all this to Gabriella and she was really good at taking it all in, being really receptive, honoring all my feelings. And then she helped me get my mind back together you know it's like at the end of the day these relationships are fixable I as I continue to work on myself and as I continue to do the shadow work it's only inevitable that these feelings will arise and it's only a sign that things are about to change in my favor There's no reason to be so sad. And Gabriella also was helping me 
decide what my next business moves were going to be. I mean, like, aside from validating my emotional feelings, she really put the cap in and the Capricorn, like, jumped out. And she really got my mind money motivated again and really just helped me get back on my, like, boss bitch two feet. And so we created a little business plan. I have a few new ideas that I want to implement in my life. And she really gave me clarity that she gave me a small reading with the cards. And the cards that she pulled out were the... Fuck, what was the first one? Oh, the first one was Justice in Reverse, which is so fitting because I feel like I got cheated out of like a fucking... Like, what the fuck? You're really going to fire me over something that fucking small and stupid when Lord knows I've been way fucked up at that job before? Like, just didn't make any fucking sense, you know? Whatever, that's justice in reverse. Then the next card I got pulled out was the magician. And I'm like, oh shit, bitch. That's fucking right. Because I know once I set my mind to something and I really fucking am on it, there's not much that's stopping me. I have so many tools under my belt. I'm so equipped for this next level in my life. Everything that I've done thus far has prepared me for this exact moment. I just have to honor myself and honor the knowledge that I know I already have. You know, it's just time to get this bitch working again. So I really resonated with the placement of the magician. And then the next card out was the Hierophant in reversed. And I was like, bitch, more downloads, more downloads, more downloads. I think it's going to be a really good time for me to be introspective and to just be about me for a minute. And, you know, as a Taurus, I think the contrast between wanting to be there for others but never being there for yourself is really interesting because it doesn't necessarily make sense. You know, you really can't be there for others in a healthy, productive, positive way if you don't even know how to be there for yourself. And if people are, you know, looking towards you for advice or for understanding about that, I think a perspective that doesn't give themselves time to recharge would be pretty invalid and unhelpful. That's just me and my opinion, though. To each their own. Anyway, that was my reading with Gabriella. And I was like, fuck, fuck, y'all got me fucked up, you know? I'm really thankful, really thankful. Because I feel like before I got fired, Lord knows that I was just gonna fucking keep going. I just fucking <laughs> I crossed the street and the light was green and so I just got honked at but you know what bitch I'm in my vibe in my world and no one's gonna stop me anyway fuck y'all should have ran me over if it was really that important to you give me a little fucking check Ooh. but um oh those two readings really helped me get back into a healthy zone I, I realized that I used my job as an escape. What can I say? I'm a 12th house son. Everything I do is an escape. Most of the places I go to are an escape. Smoking is my escape. Dancing is my escape. And even now making jewelry, that's my escape. But I think... is forcing me to find healthier escapes you know escapes that'll benefit me in the long run instead of slowly eating away at me yeah I the north node is in Gemini I don't think change is going to stop anytime soon but I'm really glad that I have a better understanding of why change happens in one's life now. That angels and demons idea really hit me hard because it made me realize that 
this world, this construct, this simulation. It's not out to get you, bitch. Everything really is here to help you achieve enlightenment and help you find purpose. What the fuck is good, y'all? This is like day three. I'm in the middle of my walk, bitch. I'm like at mile four. And there's a butterfly in front of me. Honey, you got me a little fucked up right now. Okay. Yo, so this is the end of the podcast. After um, after that little part that I just, you know, cut off, I just started talking mad shit. I started talking mad shit about this fucking Pisces and this fucking Virgo that I used to be close with. Oh, gosh. And it was the Pisces birthday yesterday. And then when I realized, I was like, oh my God, no wonder I'm talking so much shit. So I just cut it off. Save it for a different day. They have no space in this new timeline full of abundance and beauty and new memories. And so with that, I'm sending you off with all my love, all my protection, all my abundance, all my wisdom. I wish nothing but the best for you guys. Thank you so much for allowing me into your sacred space. Thank you for allowing me into your ears, into your hearts, into your minds, the connection that we are creating together. I'm this fucking, I'm this truck right now making all this fucking noise. Hold up. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I was fucking in the zone. Thank you very much. Um... This connection that we are creating together is changing my life. And I feel really good. And I hope that some of the shit I talk about helps you gain clarity as well. Yo, it's funny. I'd be walking around town and there's hella little Bitcoin stickers and Bitcoin written in chalk all over the floor. Yo, but let me just say, I have doubled my money in Bitcoin already. Just, I just started investing not too long ago, bitch. And when Elon started tweeting all that shit, Bitcoin was like, yo, I remember I woke up one day and I checked my cash app and Bitcoin was at 33,000. I was like, bitch, okay, let me go check how much money I made. And I made like 20 bucks that morning or something like that. I was like, ooh, this is nice. I could do this. And then I think Bitcoin's what, passing 55K right now? Honey, bitch, I'll take it. I'll take it. So with that, I'm sending you off into the beautiful journey that is your life. Take care, you guys. Oh my gosh, another fucking butterfly. I'm literally, this is a fucking special one. This is a special one. I already know. I could fucking feel it, baby. I love you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, night, week, month, life. Take care, baby. We'll talk soon. It's your boy.